0: Before we get to this episode, we just wanted to thank all of our listeners for all the listens on our last post and all the messages that we received. We received a bunch of emails and personal messages and a bunch of kind words. We are really motivated to keep this stuff going, and we hope you enjoy this conversation.
1: episode 002 of the debate without debate podcast thank you again for tuning in in today's episode we have richard
2: what up guys
0: richard welcome to the podcast welcome
2: pleasure to be here
0: (laughs) Boom. today we're going to be talking about a little bit of richard's life in particular we're going to talk about his soccer life um richard is a student athlete and that's what we're here to talk about today
1: richard you want you want the audience to know anything about you before we kind of begin
0: yeah
2: Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, all my family grew up in Albania, which is a very soccer heavy country. And basically like the whole culture of that country is basically like related to soccer. So it was definitely like a big part of my life growing up. Yeah. All right. Dope.
0: Um, so when, when did your parents come over?
2: So they came in about, uh, 2000. Mm -hmm. So three years before I was born, uh, my brother and my sister were already born back there in Albania. Yeah. Yeah. But then they came here and you know, they built a life here.
0: Okay. And so you were you were the first person out of like your generation of family that was born here? Yeah. Okay. Um all right, so I want to I want to talk a little about soccer. Mm-hmm. When did your love for soccer begin? Were you just born into it? Like you're born into a soccer-loving family or is it something that you built up when you were young?
2: Um it's a little bit of both. So like obviously my family started was watching it from the beginning like even when like when I was like a month old, right? Yeah. But it wasn't really that serious until I got, like, to the age of 8 or 9. I was watching it beforehand, but I wasn't really playing it seriously or, like, playing it to get better. But I guess if you're, like, when I started to actually, like, you know, play to get better and, like, play seriously, probably around, like, 8 or 9.
0: All right. And so when you mean play to get seriously, is that, like, club sports or is it just extracurricularly? What Like, what were you doing?
2: Um, I mean, I started club when I was, like, 10. Um, but for, I actually,
0: for those who don't know, what is club?
2: Uh, it's, like... So there are two different types of teams you can play for uh, in, in soccer in the United States. You either play for a high school or you play for a club team. Like a club team is a private organization mm-hmm. in which, like, they hire private coaches. They have private facilities, like, yeah, and that's pretty much You've it.
1: played for both, right?
2: Uh, Yeah.
1: How is the How is the experience differed? Like, how have your experiences differed from, like, let's say a school team to mm-hmm. a private team? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: So um, the school team, you're with your friends for, like, cause you've been friends with them since the beginning, right? So you just kind of mess around with them. Um, but with the club team, like, it's way more serious. Like, you, you, like, you're there to, like, you know, win and stuff and get, like, a lot better. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. for school, you're kind of just there to, like, you know, play to have fun. All, like, that's why I kind of just see, that's why you always see, like, kind of a, a quality gap between the two different types. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, there are many, many players who aren't allowed to play school soccer because, like, they play club.
0: Yeah. Got you. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so, you're eight or nine, you start club. What what club did you start with?
2: So, I started at uh, Port Washington, a okay. local
0: Um, and what was it like? Were you with kids who are your age or are you playing with like,
2: um, older people? Well, I was playing with kids my age. Yeah. But, uh, occasionally I play with kids who are like 10.
0: Okay. All right. So how is that? So you've played with the school sports, I'm assuming in middle school, right? Where you're at right now, do you, do you play, you still play club? Yeah, of course. All right. And what club do you play
2: for now? Uh, Barcelona Academy, New York. What
0: the... Boom.
2: No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, but I'm I'm curious. What does that even mean? So, okay, so, like, what Barcelona did was they, they recognized, like, the talent pool here and, like, not only just talent pool, but, like, merchandising and, like, extending their brand throughout mm-hmm. New York. So, like, you know what? Let's just start a team here. And, um, yeah, they brought over some of the coaches who coached in Spain with, like, you know, the kids who are about to be professionals. For real. Like that. So,
1: you have coaches that were supposedly, like, training the future Barcelona yes. team members. That's so crazy, bro.
0: Is there is there any benefit on being on that team other than just the names? You get any perks?
2: Uh, what do you mean by perks?
0: Like, all right, let's say Barca comes here. They're playing against what Red Bull, right? Yeah, sure. Um, do you get like free tickets, or do um, you get do you get to like meet players or something?
2: Um, I'm not sure. Cause I just joined this year. Okay, and I wasn't on the team when Barcelona came to play, but um, I've heard from my friends in the past that like we get like discounted tickets and like we all go as a team. I don't know about the meet and greet with the players.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool though. Um, And what's the intensity difference? Like obviously Barca is a huge team in Spain and I'd assume they probably treat y'all like you're, I don't know, Mm going to be really good professional possibly. Mm, What is it? What's the difference like compared to, I don't know, like a high school sport, what coaching difference, anything?
2: Oh yeah. Um, Well with school, uh, the coaches are just teachers yeah. So they're not like I'm not saying they're not qualified but they aren't as qualified. They aren't up to standard as
0: it would be as, at a club. Sure, they're not doing it for their profession, yeah.
2: Yeah, but um like club coaches are doing it like cuz they get paid to do it. Like they move from Spain to here like to coach. So Jeez, Dang. Uh, yeah, and um like there are a lot of like different things like for example, um this could be just with Barca, but like they um they train like a lot more um like the technique wise, mm-hmm. but with school they train a lot more um like with physicality and stuff and like um running and like stuff like that. Sure.
0: Okay, that's pretty cool, Joe, what do you think?
1: I'm just interested to see like how friendships get made from these particular club sports, right? Because I know just from you and me talking, like you have a bunch of friends on your soccer team, right like how is that how has soccer kind of facilitated your friendship with certain people?
2: Oh well, I mean, I'm with these people like what like four times a week, probably. How long are you there with uh, at least training? An hour and a half
0: okay, and and that's four days a week only
2: uh three days training one day, one day game okay so yeah i'm with them all the time and they probably um know me like very very well like better than most people in the school do even though i've, even though I've known them for like 10 years because mm-hmm. like they see me like when i'm serious when i'm when i'm messing around and stuff like that so like they seen me in more situations than people would normally see me in
1: sure so you see do you think that like i, I want to say like your court version is a more genuine version of yourself as opposed to like what you portray yourself as in school or in other situations?
2: Um, it really depends because, like, sometimes I'm, like, more emotional than I usually am in games or I'm more, like, chill than I am. Just cleating some dude. <laughs> 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 emotional.
1: <Yeah. laughs>
2: well, I mean, like, sometimes, like, like, like you get hit or something and you just get tight, so, like... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just swinging at it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, you could say that, I guess, because um, sometimes in school I kind of just act like, you know... But I act the same throughout school. Like, but during like during a game, like you go through like a, a lot of different emotions, mm-hmm. and so like my teammates see me in like a lot of different ways. So they they know how to act in a certain situation much better than like people in our school do. Mm.
0: Sure, that's interesting. Um, how what type of player are you? Like, what's your position?
2: I'm an attacking midfielder. All
0: right. What does that What does that mean? Like, what is your job?
2: Oh, so um, like, I I play in the center, but okay. I'm not like forward striker I still have to come back and defend but I'm primarily my main job is basically trying to create uh, like chances for the striker
0: okay and striker's the person who usually gets the goal right oh uh, yeah okay cool um all right so you have a ton of friends that are on your team here so we've talked about or at least Joey's told me a little bit about this that you went to Europe either what was it this summer this summer yeah what was that all about and how was that experience yeah so where'd
2: you go first so I went to um to London and I went to Monaco Okay. What for? For soccer.
0: Okay. And, <laughs> and are you are you playing with the team like the people that you were with when you're in New York or is it a no, whole different group? Uh, it's a whole different group. Okay.
2: Really?
1: Mm-hmm. So, who uh, so like you went with did you know anyone who you, no. who went there? No. no. Just like random kids.
2: Uh yeah.
1: So you you have a few friends that you've kind of you fostered a few relationships on that trip, right? Yeah, of course.
2: I mean, I spent 2 weeks with them, like 24 hours with them. That's so, so cool, yeah.
0: yeah. Um so I'm curious. So you're you're playing soccer basically every single day then for during that period. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it, is it playing games? Like I know I know some teams, especially in England, have younger kids on their on their teams, but they're not obviously they're not like the pro teams. Yeah. Um, are you playing with kids like that that are already established? For example, with like stuff? like already endorsed by particular
1: brand.
2: Um, anything? I haven't played with people who are, like, endorsed by, like, particular brands and stuff. I've played with kids who play in, like, academies in, like, Greece and, like, um, like, France and like that. I've played against, for example, players who are on the national team of Luxembourg and Belgium and stuff like that.
0: Dang. That's crazy. Bro. All
2: right. So, wait. When you talk about
0: academies, are they going to school for soccer? Yeah, they live there. Okay.
1: Full, like, full
0: time. So, it's, like, boarding school but soccer style. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm assuming the intensity while you were playing there was just like, oh, yeah,
2: it, it was next level. It was next, next level. level. Yeah. It took me some time to adapt, but I kind of got the hang of it like a couple days after that. But it was definitely like a change from playing at the park. Yeah.
0: Uh, what. So my, my curiosity, you see all these kids. Um, my curiosity is, do you wish you were at an academy school or uh, do you like going to our high school?
2: Uh well the thing is a lot of these kids um they're not academically the best so in order to actually have a future they'd have to you know go to an academy yeah um fortunately I'm, I'm pretty good academically yeah so I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't really need to like um go to an academy to have a future um I don't know it really depends if like Barcelona came calling up, like say yo pull up <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: pull up pull up to the team real quick I mean that's unrealistic but, like I would say
2: yeah of course. <laughs> yeah, thanks. But like, if I was like, if like a team in like, um, and t- if a team in like, um, like Latvia or something, I don't know. I, and they uh, told me like, come. Yo, and you th- be
0: I, like Lamelo Ball or something. Y- yeah, you, go up to Latvia. You went to uh, Latvia. Yeah, yeah, bro,
2: you didn't hear about that? Right, yo, so like, um, you know his brother, LiAngelo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, he was stealing Odie money, and then like he dropped out of UCLA. And then they went to go Didn't play. Did they b- kick him out? I don't think he yeah. dropped I mean, out. I, I think it's giving him too him much credit. I don't out. even know. I really don't care that much. But like, <laughs> yeah, <his laughs> but then they moved to like Latvia, and then just to play pro ball there.
0: Yeah, he's, <laughs> apparently, yo. Apparently, Melo's like pretty good. Like he's back in the states, and I think he's playing for yeah. a high school team. He's playing right now.
2: with a uh, Spire. He's crazy. Like,
1: oh yeah, I've seen those. I've seen, yeah. I've seen that team. Yeah, yeah, they're all over like Instagram and
0: stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, back back to your experience in Europe though, for a hot sec. What was the difference between the people that you met there? Like they okay, so there's a very big stigma around what Americans are like. What is the difference between the European soccer players that you met and the
2: American soccer
0: players that you play with today?
2: The European players are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's
1: their like mindset like no, okay. yeah, what's the difference? You know? So
2: like European play so you're like European players, they're a lot more um, they're, they're a lot more focused on like technique and stuff like that. like they'd rather play like a, a killer ball than run 100 meters like really fast. So the thing, the difference the difference between America and, like, European countries is that European countries are more focused on, like, playing with the ball, while American countries are more focused with, I don't know, being strong or something like that. So
1: you think that it, there was more of, like, a gunner attitude while you were at these particular – at this academy over the summer,
2: right? Well, what do you mean by gunner attitude?
1: Like, kind of, like, they'll step over you to – like, they'll screw you over just to let themselves benefit.
2: Um, I don't think it's like that, no. Because um, they're – well, the thing is with these players, like – there' a lot like there's like a stigma around european uh, people that like, they don't really like American people that much, mm. but in reality like they were very like w- welcoming and warm and like warm to me and stuff like that so i mean they, they wouldn't like they wouldn't step over me to get like a better opportunity um yeah there were
0: there people scouting at these academies
2: um yeah sometimes uh, some of our games like a couple people came in just like what, what type of people came scouts
0: no, I, I know scouts, but like, where where were they from? Are they from just like some uh, they were like B grade th- thing, or are they like you know,
2: obviously like like Chelsea scouts not come and watch. It was like probably nah. like a couple of like um, like lower level academies in England. That's, that's still crazy though. Yeah, um, a low like lower level academies in Britain and stuff like that. They came and watched us, and uh, my friend actually got signed to
0: dang to an actual academy to like play with them. Yeah, that's that sick, that's bro. pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so they they're focused more more on skills. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering, from my perspective, so you're playing soccer, but do you you still get out to go wherever else you want to. Let's you, when you're not playing, or are you stuck at
2: the oh, wherever you were. Um. So here's the thing: at that camp, we were housed by um like another camp in which like they had like other camps like dancing and stuff like that. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, like we were playing from like. So we played six hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, from, like, 5 to, like, 11, we were free to do whatever we want. So sometimes we went off campus, but we lived, We were, like, pretty much in the middle of nowhere. Like, we, okay. were, like, we were outside London, so we weren't inside London. Got you. So, like, there was really no reason to go off campus. So, But the, cause there were a lot of facilities, like, uh, like in the campus. Like, for example, there was a pool and stuff like that. So we kind of just, like, I kind of just chilled with my friends there.
0: I and how did you get this opportunity to begin with? Was this set up by one of your teams, or did you just find this independently?
2: Uh, yeah, so... Um, my uncle, uh, he knows one of the directors of this, and um, they said, okay, um, he should come. And my uncle was like, all right. And they like sent him, a, sent a, vi- <laughs> send a video of him playing over, and then he sent him okay. a video, and they said, okay. yeah, you can come. So it wasn't just uncle. It wasn't <laughs> <laughs> nepotism. Yeah, mean? like, it it wasn't nepotism. It was right. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. All right.
1: Yo, what I'm curious about is how is, like, this might be diverting a little bit from the whole Europe experience, but how has, like, soccer changed your mental state?
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So... It's made me a lot more confident, um, than if I were to not do it because obviously like I don't know I don't know how to explain it, but like it's made me a lot more confident and like I know what I'm doing and I'm not nervous because I've been under like under pressure situations before. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like when the scouts came to watch it, it was obviously like a high pressure situation. So now when I'm under like like situations in which I have to perform, like not only in soccer but in school, like a presentation or something like that, like I'm I, it doesn't really phase me as much as it phases other kids. Mm-hmm. And that directly comes from soccer.
0: What about soccer gave you that confidence?
2: Um, yeah, as I said before, like, you basically, like, you're playing in front of, like, a, like college coaches, scouts, like, scouts, stuff like that. So, like, you're feeling the pressure. Yeah. And, like, sometimes, like, in soccer, like, if you mess up once, your entire team gets screwed. Mm. So, like, that kind of pressure, like, kind of, it helps you, like, um, develop as, as not only as, like, a player but as a person.
1: Do you think that that's impacted you in a negative way in, like, any situations?
2: Um, yeah, uh, yeah, sometimes, because sometimes I get overconfident sometimes, but,
1: But do you feel like the weight is on you a lot of times, like, when you're playing, right? You're, like, every single move counts, you know what I'm saying? Does Um, that ever kind of wear you down?
2: It really depends. Sometimes it does. It doesn't really wear me down. I just get, like, whatever. Like, I just kind of get tired of it, but sometimes it motivates me. It really depends on the day of the situation or, like, how the game is going up to that point. Yeah.
0: That's solid. Yeah. Speaking of college scouts, though, um, so Joey's been telling me, you've been getting a few messages what are these messages what like what is it? you don't need to specify yeah know, like, but like what what, what is this
2: yeah so um like my uh, coach he told me to start a, a, a recruiting a recruiting um like web page i guess i would like yeah, yeah. Dude, so you got like, an like internet page or whatever yeah. You, 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 yeah you ever heard of that what, what up? john
1: john does something with like huddle or something uh
2: yeah i, I do uh, ncsa which okay. is a different type of it's it's, it's very similar but it's different a completely different sport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, um it was kind of just like um yeah. Um yeah, so I, I, I put my like my statistics, like my uh awards and my honors and like um like uh my mixtape <laughs> video. It was like um yeah, it's just like a video of like my highlights of the past couple of years. And yeah, um, and also like, co- like my coaches like names for reference stuff like that, and um, my coach obviously he reached out to a couple of these teams and like yo check him out he's good and then yeah a couple of these teams, like a couple of colleges do you want me to specify which ones yeah you,
0: you don't whatever have to whatever you feel yeah, comfortable yeah.
2: bro yeah so a couple of D one colleges and a couple of D two colleges like emailed me and they said um come to our training camps we think you're good we want to see you like like in person and they said. Like, um, tell us which tournaments you're going to next or, and, and send us your team schedule so you can come watch.
0: Dang. So these, these camps, if you've heard from any of your friends, what are they like? They're, they're not definitely, we want you. It's kind of just like extra scouting, right? If yeah. I um, it. uh,
2: it's like, it's like kind of like cuts, right? So like the kids there are the ones who, who were like asked to be there. I mean, yeah, sure. People can like register if they want to, but like, you know,
1: they're not going to make it very far
2: yeah exactly uh like I think sometimes it really depends on uh the because sometimes just one day sometimes like go like a couple days and the people who are like aren't very good are cut after the first day and then like and like for the next two days it's kind of just like like all like the high level players um yeah, I've been to a couple one of these um I made it to the third day and like um it's a lot like it's some of the best players I've played against for sure,
0: really yeah, dang, third day, recharge the over here. <laughs> <Richard>. <laughs> The odds, dude. Yeah. um, Do Do you want to play soccer in college? I mean, or even
2: professionally. Professionally is a stretch. I I don't think I'm going to play professionally. Okay. Um. So the thing is with um college, right? It's like, if it's like if it's like a good academic college, um, with a good soccer program, and they tell me to come, yeah, sure. But if it's like a crap academic program, but like a crazy soccer team, I got you. I won't go. So
0: so you still care about academic stuff. Uh yeah, I do. What in particular? I know we've talked a little about like history. Is that something that you want to do in the future? No. Nah. No. Nah? What what are you interested in then, bro?
2: So, I'm I want to go into finance. Okay. That's where my family has gone into. So, I kind of want to be an investment banker.
0: Following in the brother and sister footsteps, I see. Yeah. All right. That's cool. That's dope. Um so would you All right. So, good school? Good academics, good soccer program. Right now, if you had to pick a team or a school to go to that you think has both, what would it be? Duke. Duke?
1: That's valid. I was about to say the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's crazy sports. Like, yeah. wild sports, wild academics.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks. That's cool.
0: All right. Um, Other thing. So, obviously, it's hard to balance academics and any school sport um but especially since you do a club sport i'm sure that requires a bit more time and like you've got to travel to actually get to any of your um practices and stuff
2: yeah um i remember for like a whole like two months my uh my, the practice feels like an hour away so that took up a lot of time because i was practicing for two and a half hours and i was driving for two hours so that took up like pretty much five hours out of my day Damn. Five.
1: <laughs> bro so what do you what are your parents like what are their views on your On your whole soccer experience, right? Like, are they pissed off that, like, Richard, we don't want to drive you, like, (laughs) we don't want to spend five hours at some Um, grass field, bro. (laughs)
2: Well, it's a little bit of both. Sometimes they're tight about it. They're like, yo, why is it an hour away? But but they're they're, they're supportive, yeah. That's
0: good. Let's talk about balance for a hot sec. And Joe, this is where I think we can insert a little bit of our stuff. That's true. We we're not really athletes like Richard is, but we've we've had our, we've dabbled a little bit in little in our about. own athletic stuff. Um, but I'm curious from you, Richard, what do you do to balance everything? Obviously, it's a lot. If you're spending five hours a day in a car yeah or five hours a day doing doing stuff that's outside of your house. Obviously, that's very hard to juggle with still having a strong academic profile what's What's your recommendation to
2: other people and what do you do? Um, so it's kind of rough as well because like um it's a lot. like I have to juggle clubs as well with that, and I've had to like take time out of other endeavors that i I would like to do. Mm-hmm. so basically, for me, it's basically like just school and just soccer and like a little bit of club stuff. but yeah, I, I I really have to, like, focus, and I can't really mess around that much. Mm-hmm. Like, so I may, you, like I can mess around now a little bit because it's, like, preseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: So you feel like you kind of have to, like, restrict yourself because of soccer sometimes, right?
2: Um. Yeah, I would say, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, it's, like, it's not really an hour. It's not, like, it used to be, like, like a couple years ago. I used to, have to travel an hour, but now it's just, like, 25 minutes away, so not that bad.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that's because you switched teams, right? Yeah. All right. From from my perspective, balance has always been the hardest thing for me with sports. Um, I did track and field all throughout middle school. So did I, yeah. And I ended up having to quit it for myself after ninth grade. I got injured, but on top of that, it was just way too much to do that. And then also I was starting to get really into debate, and I started getting really into some of my other clubs. And so I, I was like, yo. When it comes down to it, what really matters to me and it's school stuff. I really cared about debate. That was like something that I considered to have taken up basically a whole extra two classes of my time. But I, I totally respect what you've been able to do because that that is hard. Any student athlete out there who's in like AP courses, honors courses, and at the same time juggling ball like a ball literally. I <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Yeah. One of my friends is a is a rower. And she works out three times a day. I don't get it. Three times a day. Rowing.
2: rowing is so rough. So so is water polo. But there,
0: there are some kids at our school who are really good, like national level people. Yeah, for real. I don't know how they do it, but I give them the most props possible for it.
1: It's a completely different mindset, you know. Like people who walk in. Um, people who are supposed to be nationally ranked, right? Like if they have, them, there's a particular mindset that comes with a nationally ranked athlete, right? Mm -hmm. So like probably for your friend, right? Like she came in there, I don't want to say it was like a gunner attitude, but she walked in to win, you know? It's not like a leisurely activity. Mm -hmm. I think the same is like for you, Richard, although maybe not as serious. Um,
2: Well, the thing is, um, this is what I kind of find a little bit interesting about soccer. Like it's a team sport, right? There are like 11 to like, like, 20 people on a team at once, right? So even if you're, like, you know, fighting for a team and, like, like running for a team and, like, working hard for a team, it can sometimes be, like, you have to, like, you know, kind of be a little bit selfish at times and kind of try to step over other people so that you can, like, better, um, like, put yourself and, like, put yourself into position to get better opportunities.
0: I got you. I think that opens up a little bit of a conversation about a gunner attitude. I know Joey talked about this before, but mm-hmm. it's it's hard. Yeah. Like, it, I understand why people
2: do it, but... Yeah, when it's happening to you, that does not feel good at all. Yeah, um, I've had to think about actually trying to do it at once, but I'm just not the type of person I can't do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So do you think that that hurts you on the field and in real life? Yeah, because you
2: like you would cut ties
0: basically with one of your yeah, teammates. Honestly. Like I could see, I could see how that could go really bad in a team sport.
2: Yeah. Um, that's why I think about it as well. Cause I think about kind of the good of the team, good of the team sometimes. Cause sometimes, yeah, I don't like some of my teammates, but I'm not gonna go out and say, you know, and insult them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be we, fair, you probably would. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, if it gets to that point, yeah, I would. But, like. <laughs>
1: straight fighting session right there,
2: honestly. Bro, no, soccer, there's a lot of fighting. Like, <laughs> there's a what lot of. What do you mean fighting? They, what are they gonna do? Kick each other, clean each other? <laughs> yeah, not, like, 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 I'm not even gonna lie. Like, sometimes they're like, just, you know, fist being thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why <Yeah>. not, bro? <laughs>
0: anyway, alright. So, we've covered a lot of stuff. My. I, I'm really curious. So. There are probably good public schools that have good soccer programs, right? Do you think that's important? Do you think it's important for schools to have sports teams, soccer teams, stuff like that? I mean, in our school, we we have the most whack football yeah, I team. I feel like
1: we don't even have a football team, bro. I guess. Yeah, we have a, like JV a JV one team. Mm-hmm. And like,
0: pro- props to them for doing yeah, that. For right. but yeah, yeah, do
1: right. you feel like school sports like boost the integrity and the spirit of the school? Do you think that it's necessary?
2: Yeah, it's very necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they won't really be able to attract like the highest level players, cause that's why I always see kind of the school level like a lot lower, cause like when you see all these scholarships being given out, it's to club players, right? Cause mm-hmm. the level is just that much higher. So it's it's necessary for like the school spirit, but in order to like you know attract people to come to the school and like to come play there, not nah, it's just not it's not that necessary.
0: Interesting. Hmm. So, in our school, I was saying before that we we don't really have a football team, but what we do have is our soccer teams now play during our whatever homecoming. Homecoming, yeah. Which is kind of kind of interesting. Like my I was talking to my mom too. She said that at her old school, she was she for for high school for a little bit of time, she was up in Rochester. That's actually where Joey and I were both born. Mm-hmm. Um and Richard, you were born you were born in the United States, right? Yeah. Okay. Were you were you born down here or are you somewhere else? I was
2: born in Brooklyn. Okay.
0: So he's not that far away. Um, being that we're all, I guess, kind of like Eastern European, I want to, I want to open Richard up this Nas conversation. Balkan, I'm Southern European. <laughs> Fine, he's Southern European. Whatever, I European, get it. European I get Europeans. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 nah, but I want to open up this conversation a bit. So academics are a very high priority in what I've understood among immigrant parents, and I'm sure you felt that too. Yeah. How does that impact your soccer? Do they do they ever chastise you being like, yo, Richard, you got a 60 on a test, dude. We're going to cut your soccer. Well, if you got a
1: 60 on a test, you'd probably not be sitting here. But now
2: if, I, <laughs> like, if I got a 60 on a test, I would not.
1: I, I. <laughs> His parents, the belt is coming off. You talk about European, bro. Yo, oh, jets,
2: jets coming after him. <laughs> really bro, it's not even my mom at this point. It's my dog. Like, <laughs> it's a pumpkin. It's, yeah. <laughs> You should have just show the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, well, I haven't really been in that situation where I got 60s and I they had to cut my soccer. But um, I mean, no, they wouldn't. Re- if they if it makes me happy, they won't really do that. Unless Damn. unless I like you know get, like do horrendous. That's so. it.
0: That's that's pretty cool though. You know, I, I feel like that's that's almost a blessing, mm-hmm. especially since you have the opportunity to you know be on a club like you're with yeah. Barca. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's pretty crazy. Uh, instead of just being with, I mean, like our school sports are good, but obviously they're probably not the same level. Yeah. Joe, you have any other questions?
1: I'm just curious, like a little bit diverting from the whole soccer conversation, but you have two siblings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how has, like, yeah, always the first child is like the one who's being tested, I like to say. So like Asher, he was put through the ring. I don't know what they <laughs> nah, did to him. Nah, yo, our, our <laughs> parents didn't put either of us through the right, ring. True, they're true, they're really like, nice. How, how <laughs> do you think the experience has differed between like, let's say your brother and you in terms of like growing up, right? Oh,
2: my brother and my sister had a lot harder than I did. Yeah. Way harder. I mean, they had to they had to base. My sister moved here when she was like, what, like five? No, she, when she was seven. My brother had moved when he was five. So, they grew up in Albania for, like, five years, and they had to, so we moved to Canada first, right? No, they actually, they moved, to, <laughs> they moved to France, they're like, yo, this is kind of trash. <laughs> they, yeah, 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 so then they moved to Canada, they're like, yo, we're already here, might as well just go down the border, like, who cares? So then they pulled up to the United States, right? And then, yeah, but they went through, like, a lot, so they definitely had a lot harder than I than I did, because they also had to, like, acclimate to the language, which was in, like, sure. a couple of years, so, you know, be fully versed in it.
0: So I'm curious, why did your parents and your whole family move over here?
2: Um I'm not even, because, like about, there's this like wave of Albanian people moving to <laughs> Yeah, bro.
1: <laughs> bro, we always Yo, jungle. they're a mad artists now. <laughs> bro, there's so like bro, my Albanians uncle's an are artist. everywhere.
2: Bro, honestly. My, my uncle's an artist. Really? He, yeah. What does he do? He paints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe, Joe was expecting like a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I thought like he, he
1: was like, yeah, this needs to be Albanian <laughs> a rapper, bro. Crazy, Spins. bro.
2: There are a bunch of Albanian singers out now. Yeah, um, oh,
1: what BB Rexa? BB Rexa, fact. D- bro,
2: my my, uh, my mom my mom's client is BB Rexa's dad.
1: For real? Yeah. What? I had I had a friend. What was it? A few of my friends in London go to school with like one of these Albanian <laughs> artist sisters, and I'm like, what is so random. Bro, bro. every <laughs>
2: single Albanian knows each other. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. even gonna lie. Like. Every like, I probably know Like Dua Lipa Through like two people Yeah Dua Lipa It was Dua Lipa Dua, So yeah There there are three prominent ones Dua Lipa um, bb rexa And uh, Ava Max who? I don't so, know who that is I don't
1: know who that is either
2: <laughs> So you Ask know that you. song That's like Sweep a Psycho," Whatever it's called Oh yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah she sings know. that So like She changed her name She grew up in Wisconsin But she's like 100% Albanian She changed her name though <laughs> She's like, yo, I do not want to be associated with this bum country.
1: <laughs> so, do you feel like a lot of Albanians don't want to be associated with Albania? No, Albanians.
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> Albanians are incredibly proud. I, I'm, I'm proud to be Albanian as well. Yeah,
0: really? Yeah. All right. Wait, 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 wait. I have an important question. Albania calls you up right now. They say, Richard, oh, sorry, Richard the. <laughs> <laughs> We want you on our team. No, no, just no. <laughs> no, but they say we want you on our national team. We're oh, yeah. we're ready to put you on. What's your
2: answer? They're not gonna ask me that. But if they yeah. if they did, if, if they, they I would did. say yes because I'm not gonna go to getting on the United States national team. So I'll say yeah.
0: that's, that's pretty cool. Dope. Yo, I think it's cool though. Um, whenever I watch any of the FIFA stuff, especially the World Cup, where people you know they're born in the United States, but their parents are immigrants, and they could still play for the t- for like the country that they that their parents were born in.
2: Yeah, I find that really interesting because that, that kind of creates a lot of interesting dynamics when all these players play against like their home country. Um, it's really <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just holding the mic. All right, whatever. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're going. going.
2: So like, um, there are a lot of examples. Like, for example, um, I remember Germany played Turkey a while back, and like four of Germany's starters were Turkish. So like, there was just a bunch of beef there. It was kind of funny.
0: I heard a thing about Germany and Turkey lately. One of the players came weird. out and mm-hmm.
2: criticized the the Turkish uh, all right. president. Or no, something no, 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 all right. no. So that was the U.S. Yeah, too. No, 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 oh, what's yeah, his name? All right. So um, there is this uh, there's this player, uh, Mesut Ozil. He plays in yes, the, uh, that's his name. He plays in uh, London. <laughs> London. He plays uh, with Arsenal. So like, goody do close the mic? You're so, good. Yeah. So then um, he's Turkish. He's of Turkish origin, right? Mm-hmm. So um, the um, the Turkish president who was notorious for, um like, you know, kind of messing around with human rights. He's, like, he um, oppresses a lot of his people. He's super authoritarian. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then he was like, yo, come take a picture with me. And I was, I was like, yeah, okay. And then he took a picture with him. And then, so uh, Germany did, like, horrendous at this World Cup. They did, like, really poorly.
0: Yeah, didn't they get out in, like, the...
2: I, I don't want to talk about like preliminary it. <laughs> yeah, they
1: got yo, out in the Richard, prelims. <laughs> I remember I yo. called up Richard. Yo, what happened? He was in his bag, bro. bro. He's so sad. <laughs> um, bro, I'm not
2: going to lie. When they lost, like... Do you root for Germany? Yeah. Was Albania even in the World Cup? No. Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> are they ever in the World Cup? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> no. They were in the Euro you know, They were in the Euros a couple years they were they were in the Euros like two years ago. And they actually played against France. They almost beat France, but then France scored in the last minute. I got so tight. Oh
0: God. <laughs> anyway, so you, you root for Germany, that's like
2: your de facto home team? Um yeah, sometimes I root for it over the United States because, like, if I watch the United States, I'm like, yo, they're gonna lose. There's no point in watching. it. Yeah,
0: All right, no, I want to talk about that real quick. The United States has a bad rep with soccer, but but I do think that there's a surge in people who like it.
2: Yeah, there definitely is. Um, see, the thing is with like American players, there are two things, right? So they get overhyped really quickly. So what do you? Mean?
1: <laughs> what they get overhyped? They score like no, this no, close no, to- no, 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 no,
2: like. Um, for example, um, there was this kid, Freddie Adu. He was, like, 15 and made his debut in MLS. Oh, yeah, I've heard Like, of if before. you're American and you're good, like, you're, like, clout level, like, triples.
1: Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro that's why, uh, was, uh... What the hell is that? Zlatan, Zlatan, bro. Yeah. Is it Zlatan? Zlatan, you're good. Yeah, yeah. he came to LA, right? He came to yeah. the
2: right? United States because they're paying him bucks. Like, he just... Yeah, for real. Yeah. Oh, my he's, God. He's the best player in the league. He, he just clowns. He doesn't even do anything. Bro,
1: but his hype, like, his clout level in America, <laughs> no one even knew who he was. He comes to America... I swear, they like, yes. I don't know who the hell is. I mean, is. Uh, some random European
0: guy, but he's yeah. playing for our team. Yeah, yeah well, LA has stuff with that. Like, they had Beckham, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, because,
2: I mean, see, the thing is with uh, European um, people, they only really know, like, two cities in America. Well, three. Um, like, New York, LA, or Miami, but no one wants to go to Miami. Not even Americans want to go to Miami. <laughs> so oh. for soccer or just... No, for- like, yeah, in general. Oh, just- <laughs> <laughs> Florida, man. No, man. <laughs> So, like, the Florida man memes are
0: actually the funniest things <laughs> like, ever. Yo, you you seen a, them? I was,
1: in my, I was in my chemistry class. Uh, one of my teachers, my, my teacher of that class, she goes, uh, there was this weird story of some Florida man who, like, shot a McDonald's worker because they didn't give him a straw. I was like, yo, this is why people don't go to Florida. Like, this is why, like, I don't hate on Florida. Like, I like Florida, bro, but there's some crazy bro, stuff.
2: Bro, you know the uh, the video of the guy with the kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I looked deeper <laughs> into that, bro. Like the guy got a kangaroo on a leash, he was like running around the neighborhood. Yeah, uh-huh. I looked into that. He's from Florida, bro. Stop. Yes, I looked into it. Oh, oh. you looked it up. Uh, you bro. Like, see, when I'm not playing soccer or studying, that's what I do in my free time. I research uh, videos of people running on kangaroos. Uh, <laughs> uh, what were you talking about? I have no clue. We, we,
1: we went on such a tangent. That's so, ridiculous.
2: So, like, um, oh yeah, like how American. Okay, so. How American players get overhyped or whatever. So, like, yeah. there's this kid, Christian Pulisic. He's not very good. He's good, but, like, he's not very good. Mm. Germany has about, like, 100 hundred players of him, like, in their youth ranks. But he gets over it.
0: <laughs> 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 Five-year-old beats <pizza. laughs> dude, Bro, but
2: they're just like, you know what? He's American. We're going to get – he's going to – he's overhyped. Like,
0: why, why do you think they do that, though? Is it just publicity? Marketing, marketing. Oh, okay.
2: So, Chelsea just bought him for, like, $60 million.
1: Oh wait, 60. wait, but he's going into like the European leagues now. You no, know, he's already in the European leagues. He's, oh, he's playing he's playing,
2: he's playing in Germany. But um so he went to England for sixty million. Damn. How old is he? Like twenty. He's not even very he's he's not good. He scored like two goals this season. But year. their
1: he's careers are like how long? Like maybe maybe They're, like eight years. How long no, on year? average? Long no, bro. You no, can no, no, play no. soccer
0: mad.
2: 15, really? 15, years. Really? fifteen years. Fifteen years. That's not bad. That's At how all long, long their careers are? Yeah, bro, fifteen years. They get paid oh, yeah, because they start mad young So it's like the thing is with players, like, they start when they're, like, 18, right? So, it's 16, 17, 18. Like, some of these players start when they're, like, 16. So, what they do is, like, they aren't, they don't, they, the only times they actually, like, play, like, and, like, actually, like, you know, like, killing them, like, killing their bodies and stuff is when they're, like, 23 to, like, 30. After that, they just chill on the bench. They don't do anything else. They just get paid. <laughs> they just get money. They're
0: just, they're <laughs> Wait, to no, money. I want to I talk about this, though. The money aspect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that distorts the game?
2: Oh, yeah. it's Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. So there are like a lot of new teams sprouting up now. Um, that have not played ever, and then they just pull up by like some of the best players, and then are good. Like a good example. I mean, that's how. It, that, I guess that's how like, you start. Like a team. like <laughs> like uh, like PS like Paris Saint Germain PSG, they bought Neymar and like Neymar and Mbappe in in one Pogba. summer. Wait, where's where's Pogba? Man United. Okay.
0: So like I like Pogba. <laughs> Pogba I like <laughs> he's got he's got funny hairstyles. Funny hair.
2: He's he has good fun. dances too. So, that's true. So like. Yeah, they just bought. They just said, you know what? We're okay. We're not very good. We're about to buy like the best players in the world for four hundred million.
0: Oh yeah, I remember. I remember seeing this. And, they and bought- Neymar got so much heat yeah, for it, dude. bro.
2: They bought him for like two hundred thirty million or something like that, and they bought Mbappe dude. for like one seventy.
1: Wait for how many? How many years?
2: For five. For five years, yeah. That's still ridiculous. No, no, no oh, but God. they resigned. Like they don't have to pay again. To, like we, like, yeah. another contract. But with um Mbappe, especially he was eighteen. They bought it at an 18-year-old for like <laughs> 200 million. That's crazy. Just
1: to think that like people are genuinely
2: invested in this sport so no, much. No, they definitely made no. They definitely made Mo- Neymar's money back. They definitely yeah, doubled quite, that money. Quite obviously. Because bro, uh,
0: yo, once you get a Neymar on your team, of course you're you're bro, gonna get mad people trying to bro, buy tickets.
2: like I, I don't even like PSG. I just like Neymar, right? I, I have three Neymar jerseys from like PSG, right?
0: And they get mad bucks from that.
2: Exactly. Like people who who like weren't like invested in that team before, who didn't really care about them, are now like like suddenly interested in them because they have the best players in the world.
0: So you think that
1: they make all their money from like merchandising and stuff?
2: Merchandising, um, also like video, uh, video revenue and stuff like that. Yeah. Mostly, a lot of it's merchandising. Um, but they, do you know, they just get pumped because they're owned basically by Qatar. Like Qatar basically owns that team. Yeah. Dude. What? Qatar? Bro, they like, pump in billions of dollars. Yo,
1: they're actually insane. A like, country
2: owns a team. They're I, ridiculous.
1: You see Qatar on literally every. It's yeah, like I'm an, always it's confused. Like, it's what like, is it's that? It's
2: like, it's not like Qatar, like the actual government, but like, it's like a company that's like. Qatari something on I don't know I don't care about their name all I know that they own PSG like but I know that like a lot of like uh, officials like a lot of like hi, like people high in the government in Qatar like own that company and they just <laughs> pump billions of dollars into PSG and like for example like a, a lot of teams are do- a lot of teams are doing this now so like um, I can't even hear myself okay all right so like with uh, PSG and Bayern Munich Bayern Munich is like the most old-fashioned team of all time but even now they're going to Qatar so there's a big deal about it because like with german, with german teams like they're a lot more conservative so like for example they're not allowed to so there's this 50 plus 1 rule cuz in um other countries like um like people from like the middle east and from china they own about like 99% of these teams in germany they try to let, you know like not allow that to happen so they have the 50 plus 1 rule which basically says that like there could be no owner who owns above 49% cuz 51% goes to the fans
1: that's crazy Dang. So I, like really, that. I like that i like germany, that germany
0: germany on next way. i mean that's I think Germany, though. like
1: Germany, in terms of government, like look at their history. This is a little bit like aside from the whole. We're not gonna stuff. talk about that. No, but like no, like from their past in like World War Two, right? Like they were doing some pretty messed up stuff. But like now, there's some. They're really, really like. In progressive some stuff in some going.
0: regards, they're the human rights leaders of the yeah, world, like yeah. Angela Merkel and stuff like that. But she's leaving. True. She she just announced this month or last month that yeah. she's leaving.
1: But she set up one of her like I guess. Followers, yeah, but nothing's the same. Nothing's Ang- the same. Sure. Angela
0: Merkel, for anyone who has not kn- or does not know, has been chancellor. I don't know how many terms, for but she's been in a time, while, a long time, and she she's been through a lot of different things. She was through, I, I believe y'all i might be wrong on this i believe she was there during the economic crisis she was able to bring germany out of that now she's part like she's one of the heads of the eu yeah germany
2: yeah germany is basically like now they're basically they had the yeah especially since britain's yeah they hold up they hold up yo
0: wait i totally forgot about this so you're there you were in i was just back a little bit but you were in britain Kind of during, I mean, there's still tor- turmoil right now. Did you notice any weird atmosphere, especially about, like, Brexit, Britain, and Brexit stuff, stuff like, like that? that
2: like towards me? or like, no, no, not just, towards you, just in general. Not really. I mean, to be fair, like, I didn't re- at, the, at the camp, there weren't, really weren't any, like, British people. Mm. Um, I stayed with my cousins for two weeks in London. No one really cared that much about Brexit, because no one really talked about it, at least. But you could tell, like, it was, like, there was still... <laughs> You could t- like, there's just a vibe, you know, there was a bit of a vibe that was kind of weird, but no one really said anything like, but you can tell.
0: Mm. Joe and I have been to London, I think once, but it was a while, while back. Yeah.
1: The best, honestly, if there's one other city that I would live in, like that's outside of the United States is definitely London.
2: Bro, London was cool. It was, it's a little bit weird though. Cause I feel like it's a more clean New York, but like less cool
0: yeah it's more towny i almost feel like there's yeah. there's, I feel, the, there's I felt like more, less skyscrapers stuff i felt like
2: that. i felt more at home in london to be fair honestly mm. the streets are the streets are more narrow it's because in new york you could tell like you're in like this is like you're, you're in, in a, a metropolitan city. area exactly kind of with like. london like while it's still in a metropolitan area it's very like it's very like it's yeah it, as I said, it's very towny
1: mm. yeah it has that kind of whole kind of just
2: It's it's got an british old vi-
1: british vibe really. yo man. but yeah.
0: i like that that's yeah oh yeah i vibe with
2: it like um i was uh, like i think that after i um graduate college or whatever i don't, I don't know this is a, a like whole like millennia in advance but i'm just saying yeah, that true. like <laughs> that like i, I might want to move to london for a couple of years just to see it like just to, like see how how different like culture like the culture is
1: yeah so you feel do you think that like your whole experience in europe has kind of made you more open to the opportunities yeah. of like living in another country or experiencing uh, a life in another country
2: yeah, definitely. Um, at first, I was kind of like, yo, they're probably going to hate me because I'm American. But that's not true whatsoever. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not, like, o- overly, like, American, like, pulling up an American t-shirt, like, they're going to like you. Yeah. So, because, like, Europeans are just nice people in general unless, like, you don't, like, unless like, you don't follow any of their customs. They're nice people. So, I I before I was like, yo, they're going to be mean. But, like, now, like, I feel like I will be, like, just, at, I will be at home there pretty much.
1: So, do you think that, like... Adding on to the point that you made before, do you think that the media, like, falsely, uh, they kind of make European countries out to be, like, stigmatized against the United States in a false way? When
2: you say the media, what do you mean by that? Like, Like,
1: news and stuff like that. Even, like, social media, right?
2: I think uh, media doesn't really portray that that much, but, like, social media definitely does. Like, um, for example, um, this happens a lot with especially, um, what's it called, especially with French people, because... They see usually stereotype a lot of people, like as uh, French people, as cold, hates hate Americans. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like my best friends at the camp were French. Hmm. So I feel like just peop- like Americans are kind of like idiots like, when when they come when they go to foreign countries. Like they don't change like the way that they act. Like for example, and like in, in France, or, like there are a lot of different customs that are like completely opposite like here, right? So obviously, like for example, like when, like instead of like you have to say like Mister and Miss, like here you say excuse me, like you have to say like. You excuse know, me, sir. Excuse me, exact, madam. Madame. Like like Madame. Like, <laughs> like in France, if you don't say that, they're gonna they don't want to talk to you. So
0: yo, what well, just side note real quick, you take French, right? See. Si. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but hold up. When you when you go to France, did you speak French? Because I know they have a tendency to like roast people if they don't no, have a French
2: accent. I, I spoke French. I spoke French for like a whole two weeks. I don't think I spoke English. I spoke English Dang. just with my coaches and stuff. So and with obviously kids who aren't French. So yeah, I spoke with them. No, they understood because they, cu- they couldn't really speak English that well either. So, like, I said, yo, if you don't, if you, if, like, if you clown me for, for speaking French poorly, I'm going to clown you heavy for speaking English poorly. <laughs> so, they were just like, okay, fine. And then, yeah, they were just chill. They understood, like, they tried, like, they, cor- they helped me and they corrected me, like, when I, sa- when I said something wrong.
0: I got you. Yo, I want to get a little political here. Just a tad bit. Um, So, every time I speak to people who are from another country, they associate us very, very closely with our political figure. A.K.A. Trump. Senor Trump. Mr. Donald Trump. President Donald Trump. Donathan. (laughs) (laughs) Donathan Bump. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, I'm just wondering for you. I haven't been to Europe in a while, like a really long time, uh, especially not under this presidency. But do you think that there is an impact? Do you think people think, yo, like, I hate Americans. Trump sucks.
2: I don't know if they hate Americans. They just make fun of Americans. Like, bro, how did you elect him? Yeah. Like, um, in France, there was this um, this nominee, Le Pen or whatever her name was. Marine Le Pen is part of the kind of alt-right movement. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she, yeah she was incredibly alt-right. Um, so they were just like, yo, we made the right decision. How did y'all not make the right decision? Because obviously they elected, um, what was his name? Uh, Macron. Macron, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: no, yeah. no. but Macron right now is being criticized. Oh, about heavy, a heavy. They because, because they're literally calling him the the, the president of like the rich. Because yeah, all he, that he does not, is he he's he's helping the rich people out. He's giving them some yeah, certain like behind walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind, no, legit, kind of like that. And I mean, France has a tendency to become really radical, and they had a whole mm-hmm. bunch of protests. People More were necessary. were uh, in the yeah. streets. They had the whole what is it? Orange jacket thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I, know. That's pretty.
2: Yeah, I read an article on that. Like, apparently, his approval rating, like, halved. Like, it, it went, like, down. Because like, he increased
0: the taxes on gasoline. Yeah. So be- because of, like, a, a green, yeah. more green atmosphere. Yeah.
2: Okay. yeah. So, I guess, like, when uh, he was running against Le Pen, he he thought that he had to, uh, obviously, appeal to lower classes. Yeah. So, he was just, like, he made a lot of uh, promises to the poor and, like, people who aren't, like, who don't have, like, that high of income. Mm. So, he hasn't really fulfilling those promises. And view viewed as, like, he just said that to win, which is probably true. So, he's getting, like, a lot of, like, stick for it.
1: So, do you... I feel like that—that's the course for every presidency or like leadership position, though, right?
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> they start off—they start off popular most, especially in the United States. The approval ratings at the beginning yeah. stay really yeah. high, and then they drop down because some people start criticizing. They're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't like this.
2: That's uh, why I feel like approval ratings are kind of um. You, I I I don't trust approval ratings when it comes to performance of the president because sometimes they can like harm a certain amount of people, but then like on the like, on the other side, they're helping like a bunch of other people like greatly. Mm. Yeah, so it really depends. Like that's why, like when I when I see like when I when I judge the performance of president, I don't look at approval ratings. Interesting.
0: I think most political scientists definitely look at approval ratings because to them it indicates, yo, how what do the people think? Because at the end of the day, especially in the United States, I
2: mean they're but, the ones I, who are I, voting. I'm gonna be honest. Like fifty percent of America doesn't know what they're talking about. And Not just America, but in general, fifty percent. I think of it's
1: more like ninety-five percent don't really have a an accurate grasp of what's exactly. Happening in politics.
2: So, so that's, that's why I kind of just like. I approve ratings so people like like a lot of people like assume like what's happening off of social media right mm. so literally um a president could be like saving like billions of people right hypothetically right and he could have like for example like killed one person right if the media chooses to portray that he killed one person Everyone hates him. And
1: that's the thing, though. I feel like, especially with our younger generation, they receive their media through, through social media. Snapchat, yeah. so, or, like, literally, some of my friends only receive media through World Star. That might seem ridiculous. No, I I, I
2: definitely understand what you're saying. Because, like, yeah. to be fair, like, I think Miss Owen uh, talked about this, like, a couple years back. She's like, where do you guys get your news? Snapchat.
0: I mean nah, but Snapchat does like I a mean, pretty decent a job like, It they yeah. have like Daily Mail, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm not no, on daily, Snapchat no, anymore. no,
2: but Daily uh, Mail is about like the Kardashians. Like I'm not like gonna I'm like I'm gonna keep it real. Like I don't care about yeah, yeah. this like, Kardashians.
0: I'm, don't they have NBC stuff as well? They Yeah, but it's like it's Did that do Gotti Schwartz,
1: bro? <laughs> media is media. That's all that I have mm-hmm. to say. Now, like there's always going to be some flawed representation of yeah, what's going on. Yeah, I that's mean,
0: that's going to happen with anything. Exa- yeah, but so, the important thing to sorry to cut you off. But sorry. the the important thing to keep in mind with the media stuff is it's totally true that they can select what they want to do, like what they want to talk about. They can push a particular message. And sometimes that plays to the benefit of political figures. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think something that you noted that's really important is that I think, and this is me with a little bit of a projection, that the person who wins the next presidency has to be someone who's good on social media. For sure. such a
1: fact. Younger audience, like, okay, Asher just turned 18 yesterday. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, Asher. <laughs> Thanks. But for real, though, like the younger generation, I know that Asher doesn't solely use social media as a mechanism to learn about the political sphere. But I know that a lot of 18-year-olds or young adults only use social media. Like, Facebook Mm -hmm. is their primary source of news, right? Yeah, I
2: mean, I don't really blame them because, like, I don't have a lot of time. So sometimes, like, I'm scrolling through social media and I actually, like, and I, like, kind of see a bunch of news, right? But, like, because, like, I I don't look at the news every single day because I don't have time for that. But, I mean, sometimes it's just how I get my news, you know? Mm. Yeah. I think
0: it becomes a little dangerous, though, especially since, I mean, there's this whole conundrum with... Governments, especially the United States, when they bring on major social media people. I mean, there were all those memes about Mark Zuckerberg and all this stuff when he was. Zuck. Dead. The Zuck cut. The Zuck
1: cut. That was the funniest thing, bro. PewDiePie made a video on that. I was actually so dead. But <laughs> he got the Zuck cut, dude. Bro, I'm
2: telling you, YouTube. There's going to be a YouTuber, YouTuber president. And like. Honestly. Years. YouTube is nah, 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 nah. so up, much up, of up. an influence. Hold on, up, hold on, hold up. Yeah, we'll
1: get to that later. That's a huge. No,
0: nah, I want to talk about this real quick. There is one person. That I believe right now, if he runs, has a very good grasp over social media, and that is Beto O'Rourke. The reason I will say this, Richard, do you know who he is? I'm ignorant. All right, well, so he's this dude, he ran against Ted Cruz. Um, he had it's a whole like bunch of
2: the
1: largest, I think, Democratic. Yeah, it's it's the,
0: the like- closest the closest oh. a Democrat's gotten in a while to winning a statewide Texas election. So mm-hmm. he was like a big deal. All the news, they love him. They're like, yo, he's the next dude, and I mean like he's tossing around the idea right now of running for president. But one thing that I think got him a lot of credit and the reason why he did pretty well in Texas is because he started talking to the youth, but and this is key, he used Facebook Live, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube even. He had exactly. literal vlogs exactly. about his stuff.
1: It's it's so easy. Like you look at influencers even besides the whole political scene. Like you look at influencers like Gary Vaynerchuk or people of that that kind of realm. Like mm-hmm. they use social media only as a mechanism to actually talk to their yeah. audience. All audiences maybe they have like I don't know Uh, what's it called lectures or something like that or like have a TED talk but they primarily use social media as a mechanism to influence the youth right and it's such an easy thing to do I feel I mean that's what
2: we're doing right now honestly yeah I mean well the thing is with um media and um presidency it's kind of a a double-edged sword right because for example like Trump uh, before like he decided to run for president he was like really highly involved with the media and obviously like like almost everyone I talk to hates him right and that like I mean that's here like the yeah, rest yeah, of the, yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah, country yeah.
0: some people like and some there are people. even some people in our own town that like Donald yeah. Trump and that's perfectly also, fine I think that's, that's absolutely fine That's your opinion yeah, yeah for sure yeah, yeah
2: like um the thing is with Trump the reason why like with the polls and stuff and how they're gonna say Hillary is gonna win is because people are like there's this whole stigma around being a Trump supporter right like for example in certain places like for example in L A if you wear a Trump hat you will get kicked out of restaurants you'll get stuff thrown on you
1: yeah you see I think that that's that's a huge issue. Like, it's one thing to dislike a political candidate, right? Yeah, but exactly. if you personally use that to divide society, like, if that's how you view people in society, mm-hmm. Trump supporters, bad, Hillary, good, like, mm-hmm. that's where I draw the line, you know?
0: It's a little dogmatic in a sense. Really, yeah. but But one thing I think is a bit of an issue with social media news in particular is there is – you don't really know where it's coming from all the time and you don't know if it's absolutely factual. Like that could happen regardless of anything else. But if you go to a news outlet that you think, all right, this is a good, well-established news, uh, news outlet. They can spread and I hate this word so much, but fake news. And I think that's an issue because if we are being influenced by what we are seeing on our phone, that's very important. And part of the reason why there has been this whole scandal around Trump and, and the Russia investigation and all this stuff, whether or not you agree with it or not, the larger question that I think they're talking about is you know, social media is big and it has an impact it really does i some people even argue that that's the reason why trump won the election because they say quote unquote russian hackers hacked the election um and they also did certain ads and they paid for ads that said specific things to either Mm -hmm. prevent people from going and actually voting or saying that hillary was part of some sort of ridiculous scandal that didn't exist Mm -hmm. not the benghazi scandal that's a whole separate thing Mm -hmm. um yeah. but that that's an issue mm-hmm. and it, it comes to a point where like how do we how do we answer that as a culture but also i mean the government's wrestling with that now as mm-hmm. i was talking about with mark zuckerberg yeah have you guys heard of deep fakes i have no idea. never heard of okay
2: that. so they're essentially like it's like very realistic simulations like for example um when paul walker died and they had to finish fast and furious right they basically like they took out it like they kind of simulated him i know what you're talking about so it, like I've seen a v- couple of videos, like it's now available to the calm people, right? So people can literally make a public figure say anything they want to, because it looks so realistic. Mm. Like for example, they can um, have a, like a video of like Trump saying something racist, but like it's a deep fake, so he didn't actually say it. That's like going to be, I think that that's going to be a, a very scary thing in the future. Yeah, because how
0: do you differentiate between so, what's real and fake?
1: Such realistic, false forms of media, right? Or like yeah. information for that matter. It doesn't yeah. even have to be just about like the political sphere. You can just get like an actor saying something that. Uh, you know, never really came out of their mouth and ruining their career. This This stuff's getting
0: hella dystopian. Like, we're getting to a point now where technology is good enough to replicate things like human life. I mean, there have literally been robots on the news that... Get a ton of attention because they look like a human, they talk like a human, but they're programmed. Yeah. When are we gonna get to the point where we can program our own political figure? For example, like a Beto O'Rourke, we can program some some robot to look like him and then ruin his campaign. That is scary. That's what Elon
2: Musk warned us about.
1: <laughs> That's true, though. He had this whole entire lecture about like simulations,
2: right? Yeah, I feel like it's cr- so crazy. AI is getting to a point where. It can either go like really well and help us a lot, but it could also go horrendously wrong. And like it kind of, it could kind of lead to the downfall of, of like Mars civilization.
1: They have movies about this. I mean, like... that's why like, it's yeah.
2: dystopian, bro. It's what crazy. It uh, I well, think we're heading to that point.
1: Honestly, honestly, it, what, what's that movie? I'm trying to get it on the tip of my tongue. It's like I have no it's idea. not like Tron. Maybe it's Tron. Tron. I don't know. Mm. Something. Tron, like
2: that. I know Tron. It's called Tron. It's like with the uh, people who are wearing like blue lights and stuff, and like yeah, with with like, really? cars and stuff. Yeah, it's that. Yeah
1: living in a whole other dimension that they've created. Maybe for we're in so, the Matrix. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's the, that's the movie <laughs> that I'm trying to think about. The Matrix. The Matrix? They're yeah. literally in these capsules. Like, I, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, we're not even living our lives in the real world anymore. You know? What like, do you mean? Like, we're living our lives through a lens, through a screen. Through okay, filters, I got you. Right? And so, I feel like, I yeah, I think it's a whole conversation in and of itself, but like it's it's
0: a separate thing. I mean, there have been videos on like whether or not reality is actually real. I mean, we talked to him on a little bit, like very small about stuff. Honestly, like Honestly, I
1: feel like it's an unanswerable question. You, you
0: can't, yeah, yeah, because you have to. Basically, what you have to do is understand yeah. more than any other yeah. human can. Yeah. yeah, everyone's just guessing. It's a game of yeah. guess, and we'll probably yeah. never know anything.
2: I don't want to say break the fourth wall because that kind of like like applies to shows, right? But if you answer, like, if you, like, for sure know that if, like, we're, like, actually real or not, that's that's something like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, honestly. You can't, like, I know we sound crazy as hell talking about this, but, like, it's, like, I think it's a valid point, because, like, while I do think that we're not simulations, I think this is real, like, I don't know, I just feel like it's really complicated, and it's, like, a very hard question to answer. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I feel like people have spent literally, like, doubt. I don't even know, how long has humanity been around? I have no clue. But since the beginning of humanity... People have been trying to answer the question of, are we real? Is God real? Is everything around us just a simulation? Yeah. It's just such, such like a bogus topic. There's this you know?
0: theory that I believe it's Nick Bostrom who who wrote an article on this. And he talks about how our computers have gotten so good that it might be possible that we're all just living in a computer. That I there's saw a, this. That there's a possibility this. that a computer is generating everything that there is a greater being than ourselves that is playing around with us and causing us even to have this conversation. And these are, like, in a way, it's the same old religious questions like you were saying. You know, is there a higher being? Does something else control us? And it's Something that we kind of touched on on the last podcast. But those, I really just don't think they're ever going to be answered. They can't be. Yeah. Anyway, really, really far sidetrack. Soccer and other things. <laughs> Um, last thing I think we should talk about, Richard. Where can the people find you if they want to find you? Where can they find your soccer stuff?
2: Oh, so um, I'm on NCSA. Um, just look up Richard Lalage NCSA for my athletic profile, and then it's there.
0: Boom! You're
1: gonna see some crazy mixtapes, guys. New one coming out. Uh, Come
2: well, the mind. thing is with my mixtapes, like, um, I don't want to see. Ran- I don't want random goons to like see my mixtapes All right, you you want us to? Okay, well no no, no 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 like. They're not. They're not actually on my webpage. But college, like college coaches, will email me. Like, uh, can you send me your mixtape? Okay. And I got, you. I got you.
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to post? Yeah. Do you want to
2: plug so, into your socials? Yeah. So my Instagram is Richard Lalage, <laughs> 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 uh, and then um my Snapchat is Richard Lalage At me. You I know. Yeah. <laughs> already know. Yeah.
0: To the people out there who want to be in in your position, being doing club stuff, they want to be good at soccer. What do you recommend to them?
2: Just work every day. Train every day. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to like local teams. Like, can I come uh, try out for you guys? And, like, yeah, just kind of just work, you know? I think that's a perfect way to end this episode, y'all.
0: That's
1: valid. Thank you guys for listening in again. Asher, I have anything else to say?
0: Last thing. Next up, we're going to have a conversation with one of our friends about conservatism and conservative activism. I think we talked about this on the last podcast that we had this idea. If you have any preliminary thoughts... Um, anything that you think about conservatism or activism in general please 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 feel free to email us at the debate without debate podcast at gmail.com or send us a message through the anchor app you can submit your own audio file that way we can include it on our next podcast um anyway thank you all so much for listening this was dwd we are out peace,
2: peace. peace. <laughs>